Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. My name's Natalie, recovering addict. This is the Just for Today reading for August 9th the power of love. We begin to see that God's love has been present all the time, just waiting for us to accept it. Basic text, page 47. God's love is the transforming power that drives our recovery. With that love, we find freedom from the hopeless, desperate cycle of using, self-hatred, and more using. With that love, we gain a sense of reason and purpose in our once purposeless lives. With that love, We are given the inner direction and strength we need to begin a new way of life, the NA way. With that love, we begin to see things differently, as if with new eyes. As we examine our lives through the eyes of love, we make what may be a startling discovery. The loving God we've so recently come to understand has always been with us and has always loved us. We recall the times when we asked for the aid of a higher power and were given it. We even recall the times we didn't ask for such help, yet we're given it anyway. We realize that a loving higher power has cared for us all along, preserving our lives to the day when we could accept that love for ourselves. The power of love has been with us all along. Today, we are grateful to have survived long enough to become consciously aware of that love's presence in our world and our lives. Its vitality floods our very being guiding our recovery and showing us how to live. Just for today, I will accept the love of a higher power in my life. I am conscious of that power's guidance and strength within me. Today, I claim it for my own. Thanks for letting me share. In today's episode, we'll discuss the Just for Today meditation with our guest, Elizabeth D. Hey, Elizabeth, welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. Thank you. Glad to be here. Um, I'm Elizabeth D. My clean date is October 22nd, 2003. I attend meetings in Raleigh and Cary, North Carolina, and my home group is the Primary Purpose Meeting. We meet on Mondays and Wednesdays nights at 7.30, these days via Zoom. All right, perfect. Well, thanks for that, Elizabeth. Uh, We'll transition now into sharing on the Just For Today the power of love. So can you share your thoughts? Sure, I, I can. I, I love this meditation. Um, you know, it starts out talking about God's love being the transforming power that drives our recovery. You know, the love that allowed me to be free um, from the compulsion to use, even before I knew what that love was, you know. And, um, and it is um it is amazing that 
that this love, you know, this, this core love and being cared for by the God of my understanding was present long before I ever knew it and long before I ever acknowledged it, even in my recovery process. Um, and the, um, it's the driving force of, of um, working the steps of, of trying to get it out of my head and into my heart where I know God resides. Um, at least the God of my understanding does. You know, it, for me, you know, God is grace and, and love. And, um, and I have experienced a tremendous amount of grace and, and a tremendous amount of um, care and love from the God of my understanding and, and care and love through the people that God has put in my life through this recovery process. So it has, um, it has transformed me. It has changed my life. I am at a place in my recovery where, you know, I'm also trying to become a, a more loving person. Um, I try to ask myself, and, and it's new, and, and I don't do it every time I open my mouth, but I try to stop and pause and ask myself, am I coming from a place of love or am I coming from a place of fear? And when I come from a place of love, um, you know, I'm able to give love and be more compassionate and accepting. And, and the icing on the cake is that's what I get back from other people. And, um, you know, how people treat me, the, the people in recovery and even my neighbors is a reflection of the transformation that God's love has, has, um, has affected in my life. I know that, um, you know, sometimes I'm still startled. I, I shared this recently in a meeting. I am really startled sometimes when people express true love or actions of love towards me. And, you know, that just goes back to that less than and not enough than that I carried into the rooms of Narcotics Anonymous. And it still surprises me that, you know, a neighbor will say, I love you, Elizabeth, when we end a conversation or, you know, or a friend will do an act of kindness you know, give me a gift for no reason other than it moved them to. And, mm. you know, I know that those are tangible things, but they're a reflection of something they see in me and something they appreciate and value in me. And none of that was evident in my life. It didn't exist before I found recovery and started the process of working the steps. It's been a journey of learning to love myself, you know, and, um, and really recognize that if, if the God of my understanding loves me and cares for me and I'm deserving of that love and care, then why wouldn't I love and care for myself? You know, but mm -hmm. it's, it's through God's love that I'm learning how to do that. Um, and hey, I Elizabeth, don't, let me dig yeah. into that. Let me dig into sure. that because that, um, I mean, that just wrecked me right now. And I appreciate you being, you know, you, you sharing that. And, and uh, when you said the, the less than piece, you know, and, and I, I have always, always, whether it was using or, or just getting clean or some seasons now, you know, this, this default setting of I'm unworthy, I'm undeserving, uh, I'm, I'm not um, salvageable, you know, that whole mindset, that whole it's really a, almost like a belief. It's a belief system, you know, that, that that's within us. Could you, could you share with us uh, and how, how did that transformation start taking place for you coming from this place of less than to, to saying, okay, you know what, like you had just said, 
you know, I am deserving. I am worthy. You know, what, what happened, you know, what facilitated that change? And, and could you share on that? Well, in a simple answer, it's the 12 steps. Um, it has been a gradual process. You know, like coming to believe is a gradual process. Um, letting go of that, that hard wiring, that ingrained, I'm not enough, I'm not deserving of love. You know, all of that stuff I carried in here. Um, you know, it's not like a magic switch got flipped and I set it down. Um, it's still in there. It's just not screaming loud and, um, and I'm much further down the path. And that is through the steps. I, I would probably say if there was a moment or a step where I consciously was aware that the transformation was beginning was the first time that I worked a sixth and seventh step. And it was just such a light bulb moment for me, you know, that just understanding that I was perfectly imperfect and that was okay, you know, was the was probably the beginning of a real conscious transformation that, you know, that I have this collaboration with the God of my understanding. And, and with that God's help, I am going to get better. And I am going to, you know, all the core of all my character defects as I see it are self-centered fear at the core mm. of every single one of them. When I peel enough of the layers back, it's self-centered fear. So it goes back to, you know, consciously trying to ask myself, am I coming from a place of fear or am I coming from a place of love? You know, and that includes with myself. Um, so it's a gradual thing, that, that unpacking and that coming to that place where I know I'm deserving of love, loving myself, God's love and care is, is the transformation that has taken place through working the steps and doing my best to try and live them. You know, and, and like every addict and human being, I don't do it perfectly. I fall short, you know, and I find myself with a bat in my hand instead of a feather in my hand when it comes to how I relate to myself. Um, but, you know, far more often today it's a feather or I get to put the bat down really quickly um, because today I do know that I am deserving of love and care um, and that. I've, I've learned and I'm learning how to give that to myself, how to receive that from my higher power and how to receive that from others. I hope that answered your question. Yeah. Thank you for that, Elizabeth. And when, when you're talking about this, are you coming from a place of love or are you coming from a place of fear? Do you have a checks and balance system put in place in place to where, you know, you're, you're, are you running these past your, your sponsor? Is this something that you do in meditation? Um, could you share with us what does that look like? Cool. Yes. Um, I do spend time in meditation pretty much every day. Um, and oftentimes it's, you know, it's breath in, breath out. Um, you, know, uh, may, you know, just may I be filled with love. Focus on the breath and the heart. So that's an intangible practice. Um, when in doubt with big issues in my life, I do run it by a sponsor. But my work today is trying to get to a place where the checks and balances as an automatic and conscious thought. Mm. You know, when I find myself reacting to a situation or opening my mouth, um, ultimately I would love to be able to pause 
and ask myself, is what I'm about to say coming from a place of love or fear? And, and that is a really new practice. So it, you know, it's by no means the norm for me. Yet, I have faith it can become if, if I you know, stay mindful and open to doing that. If you, if we have some listeners now who are saying, okay, you know, that, you know, that, that's what I want. I want to be able to evaluate myself. I want to come from a place of, Hey, what positive energy can I give to a situation, you know, from a place of love, not that I'm, I'm consuming and I'm taking, which is, you know, a place of, of fear, but they're just not there yet. Um, you know, and, 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 and as you said, Hey, it's, it's through, it's that driving force, you know, it, it's that building that connection with the higher power and, and working the steps. Um, and if, and if we got people who, who are listening and saying, Hey, look, I'm just not there. I'm not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. Um, could you, could you share to them and say, Hey, yeah. you know, what, what could they be focusing on? What's some action items? Um, could you speak to, to some of our listeners like that? Sure. Um, I'll do my best. So the first thing I would say is that's okay. It's okay that you're not there. You know, um, the actions you can take are just simply staying clean every day, talking mm -hmm. to your higher power, however that higher power looks every day. I think the building blocks for me were to, you know, make things a habit like my addiction was a habit. So it was really important even from early, early on, even when I didn't know what I was praying to. And if prayer isn't a comfortable word for you, find another word. Mm. But talk to whatever's there. Yeah. You know, talk to whatever's there. Start there on a daily basis. Not sometimes, not every now and then. Find the time in your day that works for you. I, I use the morning because it sets my day out on the right tone. And, you mm. know, and there are lots of days that I'm not feeling feeling it, that I'm just going through the motion. But you know what? I keep going through the motion because at some point I connect. You know, I've had a week like that. My prayer just didn't feel like it was genuine. It didn't feel like it was landing on my higher power's ears. But I did it every day anyways. And today, the, the moments that I spent in prayer, the minutes that I spent in prayer this morning were so connected. And mm -hmm. if I didn't practice every day, that wouldn't have happened. So I would say the building blocks are just to be okay right where you are in your recovery and give it a try. Practice talking to whatever's there. Practice talking to the God of your understanding or if it's just HP, um, you know, or nature or whatever it is. Get quiet with that on a daily basis and, and you know, and build towards the idea of am I coming from a place or of love or am I coming from a place of fear? That's basically a spot check inventory, you know? And my first spot check inventory came straight out of our literature. It was, am I hungry? Am I angry? Am I lonely? Am I tired? You know? Mm -hmm. and, and that was my first inventory. And I held on to it for a long time. And it's still a useful tool. So using some of those tools, you know, and trying to make them a habit um, is, is what I, I would speak to. Does that make it, some sense? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it really does. And, and you know what I hear a lot in that is like self-care, right? It's like I'm caring for myself um, and I'm making that transition 
from being less than unworthy, undeserving to, to um, this perspective of looking at myself and saying, you know, no, I do have value. Uh, I can, I can become esteemed by doing some esteem, esteemable actions and, and believing in this, this loving God um, through working the steps. So yeah, thank you for sharing that with us, Elizabeth. Could you, could you tell us what does, what does self-care look like for Elizabeth in this season uh, of your recovery? Uh, how does the self-care look like today? Is that what we're asking? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this self-care looks like um, the things I've described, you know, having, having time every day to pray, to meditate, to read my just for today. Um, it looks like um, doing some things tangible things that um, give me joy, but they're selfless things. So my self-care today is working in a garden, in a community garden. You know, I finally have the luxury of doing service outside of NA and that is self-care. Um, mm. You know, the self-care looks like eating healthy or eating well, just, mm. I mean, my self-care today is really basic. Um, you know, and, and some of that's because of the, you know, the environment we're in with, with this disease that's, you know, sat mm -hmm. us all down, you know, but, but the self-care is, is sticking to a routine that gives structure to my day, um, you know, and um, things as simple as walking every day, you know, now that I have this time on my hands and, and I'm, you're not on the run go 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 every day um, and that's where this season of my life was even before COVID-19 um, is just doing that kind of self-care physically um, mentally and spiritually on a daily basis is doing something um, and you know also part of that self-care is trying to connect with another addict on a daily basis in some fashion or another you know whether it's me reaching out or me picking up the phone and another addict calls me, whether it's someone that's been around a while and is part of my network, or whether it's, you know, someone who's struggled and been in and out, but mm. keeps finding my phone number and calling. I mean, all of those things are how self-care is manifesting in my life today, you know? And, um, and uh, I, think, I think that's, you know, how, how it is. Um, so Elizabeth, we're, we're, um... We're going to transition into the, the, the last question of the episode. I like to ask all the guests who come on the same question to wrap up the episode. If you could, you've been clean a long time. If you could go back to Elizabeth D with one day clean or one week clean, knowing what you know now, could you share with us what you would tell her? I would tell her, I love you and I forgive you. Just keep coming. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.